Newcastle's best childhood centres, The Little Unicorn. Explore, play, discover, grow. Enrol now. Supporting Newcastle's only mum's radio show. I got it from my mama. With Beck and Sarge. Hello, welcome to I Got Up From My Mama with Beck and Sarge and Summer Joy is filling in for Beck today because she's not very well. You say hello, Sum. Hello. Do you like binge watching TV like Mummy does? You know how sometimes you sit in front of the TV and watch Paw Patrol lots of times? Yeah. Do you like to watch lots of episodes of Paw Patrol? Yeah. Welcome to the show. We are talking to Sarah Schiller today. Very exciting. She is one of the executive producers behind hit TV show, The Letdown. They've introduced uh, the entire second season to us in a big block so we can watch it on the couch while we're having a wine. We'd really appreciate it if you could go to your Apple Podcast app and leave us a review. Tess Hart says about our Mama Chef episode last week with Courtney from MasterChef, great tips and tricks for cooking, which can be so hard with little tots. This has inspired me to get back into the kitchen and try new things. Another practical and awesome podcast from these lovely ladies. Thank you, Tess. Sarah, up next, live from LA, talking about mum life, being an executive TV producer and having a lot on her plate and feeding her children microwave dinners. What's your favourite dinner, Bumblebee? Icy poles. Icy poles for dinner? Yeah. I may have given them icy poles for dinner before. Do you think I should get judged for that, Sum Sum? Yeah. Yeah, I probably should get judged for that. Sarah, up next. This is the I Got It From My Mama podcast. Big shout out and thank you to our sponsors, The Little Unicorn. They offer quality early childhood education for children aged between six weeks and five years of age. With a focus on fun, play-based learning, The Little Unicorn Centres have been designed with your child in mind. My little nine-month-old Lily goes to The Little Unicorn Broadmeadow. There's also Honeysuckle and soon-to-be Charlestown Square. But I love the Story Park app because it's on my phone and while I'm here at work, it keeps me up to date with what little Lily is doing and so I can go about my day and still enjoy her and her day. Visit the Little Unicorn website today. The Little Unicorn, explore, play, discover, grow. The Letdown is back for season two, highs and lows of parenthood. Wednesday, the 29th of May, you'll be able to binge watch the entire season. It's been reviewed as the funniest, most truthful thing on TV at the moment and thank you so much for making it Sarah how are you today uh, I'm good yeah I'm great I'm really excited about the launch I love the fact that you, you've allowed us all to just binge watch the entire season do you feel <laughs> like that's how it is these days because whenever I find a podcast that I love or a show that I love if there's a backlog of episodes I am there on the lounge with a Vidello and just <laughs> <laughs> taking in as much as I can whenever I can. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it, that's, that's the way that um, we watch television now, isn't it? We just, we binge. Um, we do, I mean, I was talking to Alison about it the other day and we were saying that we can't, we won't watch an hour show, but we'll sit there and watch two half hours. It's <laughs> <laughs> very easy to binge. And then before you know it, you've done, you've done another and then another and then another. <laughs> it's just so good though. It's, um, it's yeah. so different from, do you remember those times when we were kids and you were watching a show and you had to wait for the commercials to end to go back to it? Like, hey, hey, oh. it's Saturday. You had to wait for oh, the time the show was going to come on. I know. It, I was at my mum's the other night and she was watching the voice or something and it was like there were ads and I was like mum you watch things with ads <laughs> no one does that anymore <laughs> you just record it and then fast forward all the ads right absolutely she's like oh, I don't know how to do that 
<laughs> Your series, the first yeah. series are for any mums that really loved it. I'm sure so many of ours did. It was dripping in truth. Uh, some of my highlights from the last season were when one of the characters used a nappy uh, floating around in her bag as a pad. Um, very resourceful. <laughs> yeah, that's great. You know? I'm glad you like that. That's one of our favourite moments too. <laughs> we mums are resourceful. Uh, tell us how you have made yourself live this dream, especially um, considering you guys have children yourselves. Yeah, well, I mean, we just try and tell real stories. You know, a lot of it is based on my and Alison's experience with motherhood. I've got two kids. Um, they're now 10 and 9, if you can believe it. And Alison's a little boy who's five. So, yeah, we, we were absolutely living it when we were writing it. Um, and the same with this series. For us, you know, the relentlessness of, of modern parenting never ends. It just keeps going and <laughs> going. So we, we wanted it to be a truthful portrayal of motherhood. We wanted it to be real. We, want, we wanted the characters to look like real mums and real women. We wanted the clothes to be lived in and crumpled and we didn't want makeup or, you know, neat hair. Yeah. We just wanted it to look real so that people could actually see their own lives reflected on telly. That's one of, I think it's the first Australian production ever to do it or tell the story like that did you have a hard time getting bosses to agree to make it no I mean thanks for saying that because that, that's really important but no we didn't actually we've been so lucky with the ABC um, we they were on board from the beginning and they and they absolutely said to us go and make the show you want to you want to make um, they weren't afraid of, of us going dark and going to edgy Sarah lines and even like showing that you know the bloody underpants they were cool with that. They've been really, really supportive, uh, and and where they've let us, they've let us create that tone of the show and have that aesthetic that I just spoke about. You know, they never said, "Oh, we'd like it to look a little more glossy, or we'd like it to look, you know, better lit, or more bright, or glossy." Like they just haven't said that. So we feel very supported, and we feel very lucky. We, we got lucky. We got lucky with the timing. I think the timing was right for a female-led comedy. I know that the ABC was specifically looking for a female-led show. Um, and I mean, it's a no-brainer that a show about motherhood should be written and, and run by two women. Um, yeah, so I think that's the difference. When a lot of people have said to us, "Why, why wasn't this, why wasn't this story told before in, in this sort of way?" And it's because it's because men have been in control of it. You know, to be perfectly honest, it's, it's you need to have women telling these stories, telling their own stories. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because our show is one of the most listened to mum casts in Australia now. And um, yeah, the head bosses of radio have been in radio for 10 years and they said that they love the show, but mums wasn't a broad enough demographic. Well, hold on. Ah. I pointed out to that boss that you have a mum. <laughs> I don't know how well that <laughs> went down. But uh, <laughs> but what, what at, at its heart, what did you want to convey? What truths did you want to convey? We, well, I guess for the pilot, because we, we, we set out to make the pilot first because we, we were part of the comedy showroom, which was a series of six comedy pilots. We were one of those. Oh. Um, so initially we, we just wrote the pilot. And that was just to tell the story of a, of a new mum who was struggling. She was struggling to... Uh, she was struggling to adapt to this this new this new world. Uh, she she was she didn't want to be defined by motherhood. She didn't want to completely lose herself. She wasn't ready to let go of her old life. So it's really it was just a story about um, uh, just navigating that that new world. Um, and then you know thinking that she had a support network, and then you know going to her first mother's group, feeling a little bit humiliated and judged, leaving, and then <laughs> realizing the support network she thought she had in place was was wasn't there. So then returning to mother's group um, and then, you know, unlikely friendship form. Um, yeah, so it was, just, it was just kind of being honest about sometimes 
sometimes motherhood takes some time to, to adjust to everything shifts, you know, not only the relationship with the baby, but, you know, your relationship with your own mum and your partner. Yeah. And your, so it was just sort of navigating that world and just, just being real with it and just showing the more, it's like trying to lean into the more psychological effects of motherhood as well, not just the physical side of it. What do you think some of those are? Feelings of being judged and feeling that you're not good enough, um, you know, always questioning whether you're doing a, a good enough job. You know, it's, the judgments come thick and fast from everywhere, from your own And mom, yourself, mom constantly, yeah. Yeah, she's const- my mum's constantly, you know, I love her, but she's constantly saying, oh, you know, I'm worried about the kids and because, you know, we live in LA. Oh, I'm just worried about them. This is the best place for them and what mm. about their social life? And, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, mum, they've got a great life. They, they don't worry about it. But it just doesn't, doesn't end. And as I said, my kids are 10 and 9. And I'm getting it. Um, yeah, you get it from all people. Like, you know, I went to mother's group. I didn't last for very long because I felt judged. They were all in these crazy routines and I wasn't. And it's silly. I probably should have just been like, you know, so what, guys? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. I was feeling very vulnerable, as you are, after you've had a baby and you're, yeah. you're hormonal and you, you haven't had enough sleep and, you know, it's just yep. a rocky time. <laughs> and also, I think that even though you do have a new person in your life and it's a time of bonding and beauty, it is... That would be – I was very um, bullied at school and isolated, but I felt more oh. isolated when I first became a mum. It, it is the most it's isolating crazy. and terrifying moment ever, That's isn't it? Right. It, it upends everything and it makes you re – think the way that you understand yourself yes and that's triggered by having this new life that you've got to look after this new baby that you've got to keep alive so suddenly you you, you look at yourself you interrogate your own sense of self and you're like well am I a good enough person to do this like it's, it's so complex and it's so complicated and I think that's what we kind of wanted to explore was just you know the more the, the complicated world of motherhood, basically. I'm interested in the role of the father these days. I loved your depiction, the ter- the um, the yeah. father going off to work and then the mum coming home and you're just, when you first had that baby, yeah. you don't even know how to convey to them, oh, my God, this is so full no. on. And they still have um, some normality going on in their lives, yeah, because they're going off to work That's and right. doing stuff like that, yeah. That's right. And it's really difficult for them. And, you know, and, and Alison and I, we really wanted to – we really wanted the male characters, and especially Jeremy. We really wanted him to be as nuanced as, as Audrey. Um, we didn't want him to just be, you know, a one note. We didn't want him to just be this sort of career father. We we wanted to show how complicated it is for them as well, because feeling the pressure. Like I, and I remember sitting down my my husband and saying, "What was it like for you?" Like I sort of interviewed him and said, "What was it like?" Because I'd never asked him. Like I couldn't believe it. I, we'd never actually spoken about how it, how it was for him when I came home from the hospital with this new baby. And he said it was just, you know, I, I felt the pressure. I felt like I, all of a sudden I felt like I wanted to provide. You know, it almost, almost went to the feast for him. Like he was wow. like, suddenly all these, he felt very gendered. Like I want to protect you and I want, oh, I want you to be goodness. able to have as much. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's kind of crazy and I never <laughs> considered that. So, we, so, you know, we sort of, we, we played a lot with that with Jeremy. Um, and he steps up a lot in season two, you know, he's, the story, you know, that they start off and he's in Adelaide and all he's in Sydney and, you know, there's, things get more complicated for them. And, and I think that Duncan, who plays Jeremy, just gives the most wonderful performance in season two. It's really, really special and beautiful. And so the bubs are turning one. Uh, we're sort of a yes. little bit out of the haze. I know I've got a one-and-a-half-year-old. I'm still going through the haze because oh. she's teething. <laughs> but tell us uh, what we can expect. Oh, well, I, I kind of our theme for the season is, is decisions, you know, the decisions big and small that we make once we have a family and, you know, balancing the needs of, of all the families, you know, the, what all the family members, what their needs are, 
Um, and that sort of that sort of carries across into all the other mums, that sort of theme, and also the theme of home. What does home mean now that you have a little family? Um, yeah. So, yeah, we explore, we explore ageing, perimenopause, we explore drinking, you know, yeah. that five o'clock wine that every mum needs. <laughs> we, we explore when that... <laughs> it's in our tagline, cold coffee, yeah. good wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What that happens when that, when that five o'clock drink sort of edges earlier and earlier. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's, there's some dark themes, fertility. Um, Sophie, who's been pregnant again, is dealing with, you know, she had the incontinence season one, so then that, that she has to make the decision, do I have a natural birth or do I elect to have a cesarean to maybe prevent a prolapse, you know, so there's, there's wow, all these yeah. things that women women have to deal with That's right. that men just take for granted and, yep. you know, we, we find it, I think we've been told for too long that these stories of motherhood aren't, inter- aren't interesting because they, they're so common, but it's it's never really been seen or explored in this way, so no. I, I really hope that it, it finds an audience and resonates. And I tell you what, they are bloody interesting when you've gone through it. Yeah. <laughs> you're shouting yay on your couch as you are down your, down your wine, I can tell you. Just finally, <laughs> you yourself are so inspirational, obviously, living in LA, living your dreams. Uh, you're a career <laughs> woman. I'm sure you're a sex goddess for your husband and uh, you're a mother as well. <laughs> how Have you got tips for women on how to do it these days and prevent a nervous breakdown or what are your oh, what look, do you do? I I think managing your expectations is incredibly important. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, if, if the kids have to eat frozen dinners for two nights in a row because I'm working, well, then so be it. You know, I just, I just try not to put too much pressure on myself. You know, like cook the perfect meal and to have the perfect lunches. And, and you know, there's times when the kids go, "Oh, so and so gets this for lunch, and why do I get this?" And I'm like, "Well, you know what? Because I'm writing a TV show at the moment." So, <laughs> and they, and they get it, and they understand it, and they're very proud. And you know, like I've got a baby. But, yeah, it's it's tough. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much for your time and we can't wait to watch the show. Have a good afternoon. Thanks, Thanks, Sarah. Okay, bye. Bye. I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify and nhmnewcastlehuntermamas.com.